Hey everybody, welcome to the Anonymous Advice Podcast. I'm Andrew, and happy Monday night to all you crazy people out there. Is everybody having a great start to the week? Everyone have a good weekend. My brother's birthday was this weekend, but I uh, I gotta tell you something. I hate the Buffalo Bills. I actually hate football. Like, what What the hell's going on? Who is Buffalo Bill anyway? What did he do? Didn't he lie to everybody and say he was uh, something? Who is Buffalo Bill? Didn't he just walk around uh, Kentucky, like, hanging out? I don't even know what he did. Wearing a raccoon hat or whatever. Uh, this football thing's a joke. Uh, when people say money comes and goes, it's it's just going. There's there's no, there's no money coming in. Football's the worst. Don't bet on football. That's enough about football. I don't know what else. What else happened uh, since the last time uh, we spoke? Did you guys hear about that, uh, <laughs> that Alaskan Airlines flight that hit a bear while landing today? I guess, uh, you know, only in Alaska they say. What do you even do up there? I guess people just hunt bear up there. I heard polar bears are pretty dangerous. Um, I think there's a lot of penguins uh, running around. Penguins are kind of cute. Um, I don't know. A lot of booze. Uh a lot of state troopers, there used to be an awesome show called Alaskan State Troopers where they'd arrest people for uh, illegally fishing or something, I don't know, eating moose or whatever. But anyway, I have an awesome chat with my buddy Alex. Uh, we recorded on Friday. This is Monday night. Um, coming at you right now. So Alex is the co-creator of Emer Night Brooklyn, which is the literal best night on earth. He also has a single coming out this Friday, November 20th, with his band Love Via Dance Machine. So we talk about that a little bit as well. We talk about his and the band's start at Berkeley. Man, a lot of good artists from Berkeley. One of my all-time favorite, there's a band. I don't know if you guys know they're from Berkeley. I'll uh, sing a little bit of the song. Cause she's bittersweet, she knocks me off my feet. And I can't help myself, I don't want anyone else. Click five forever, baby, let's go. Anyway, we talk about people cheating on each other and give some advice to some folks out there. And also, Alex was calling in on a cell, and every so often when he starts to talk or start a sentence, it's a little bit muffled. So I tried, I tried editing it. I tried my hardest to make it sound good for you guys. I'm sorry, I'm not a professional editor, but uh, you know what they say, life goes on. Um, and here it is, and I hope you enjoy it, and I will talk to you uh, next week. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you now, dude. You, you, sound, you sound amazing. Okay, great. Are you on your phone? How's it going? Yeah, I'm on my phone. Great. Dude, I've been, it's been good. How have you been, how have you been doing? What's up with you? How's your year? I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. Yeah, hey, yeah. Are we live on the podcast yeah, we, now? Yeah, we are recording. I'm going to put in a nice intro, um, you know, once we're done. So it'll just go right into us talking. But uh, I'm here with Alex from co-creator of Emo Night Brooklyn. And he's got a new band or his, his actual old band is coming out with a new single in what, seven years? The first time in seven years? Seven years, yeah. That's amazing. Eight years in the making. <laughs> Who did you uh, record it with? Who's your producer? Rob Freeman. Um, he was in the band Hidden in Plain View. Oh, yeah. And he has an awesome studio in New Jersey. We actually, he was one of the first producers we ever worked with. So we worked with him in 2009 as well. Great. Yeah. Man, 2009. What a, what a time. Definitely a lot has changed. <laughs> Yet a lot is still the same. And dude, so this is coming out on Monday. Yeah, a lot is the same and a lot, you know, has changed. This is coming out Monday, but it's just been the wackiest couple weeks, I think, ever. You know what I mean? It's just more Corona. Uh, Joe Biden, you know, everything's going on. But it's, it's good that we sort of have this music emo thing that we can share as friends, you know? 
It's just been a weird year altogether. I mean, you know, it's just, it's wild. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to stuff being boring. Oh my it's God. Just like yeah. the usual boring. I, Not like, like the world is going nuts, you know. Dude, when you wake <laughs> up in the morning, there's a million just articles from different news sites of what is going on every day. And it just freaks me out, you know. Wild. So why don't we, why don't we talk a little bit about how we met? And then we can get in some questions in a, a little bit. But yeah, tell me a little bit more before we get into the emo night stuff. Uh, a little bit more about your band. Like, how did you guys start and what's going on? So, um, I met my band. Uh, it's called Love Via Dance Machine. Uh, the four of us were all students at Berkeley College of Music in Boston. Ah, I forgot you and went to Berkeley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were all kind of in the same uh, dorm room area. We were all kind of neighbors and we met each other. And, you know, a lot of times like as freshmen and people start bands, but we kind of got going pretty seriously, pretty quickly and just kind of built a lot of buzz and hustled for five years and, um, you know, had some, you know, label buzz at the time. And we also had a little inner turmoil with the band and our manager and we, it kind of, we, we were just on the cusp and then we kind of just went our separate ways almost too uh -huh. soon. It was like, so, so that was, I was in the band from the age of 18 to 23. So five years. Gotcha. And then, uh, yeah, and then I actually started Emo Night Brooklyn like a year after the band broke up. So That's I kind of went from like one to the other. Um, is... But yeah, and uh, yeah, and then this year I kind of reconnected with the drummer of the band who at one point he was also a DJ for Emo Night Brooklyn um, kind of at the beginning. Great. And we went out to drinks. We hadn't like chatted in like a year or so. And we got drunk. And next thing we know, we decided the band's getting back together. <laughs> I love that. Wait, when did you make the up that decision? Were you guys just out in like Brooklyn somewhere? Yeah, we we met up. He lives in the Upper West Side, which okay. is kind of a trek. So we okay. met up. I think in the middle, like around my office in West Village. Cool. And we got drunk, and we were kind of. He was. I hadn't talked to our old singer, original singer Eric. I hadn't talked to him in like you know eight years since literally like 2011 or 12. And he said he had been chatting with him, and then we all kind of met up and then we decided to just as an experiment, like book some studio time. And then the song ended up being actually really good. And here we are. And we're going in the studio again this weekend to record. Two nice. Months. Oh, great. So are you going to package it up sort of like an EP? Singles every other month. And, you know, with me, I'd, I, I tend, like it's hard for me to do anything just for fun. I kind of take it seriously, whatever I do. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> so. it's kind of hard for me as well. Um, yeah. and then we met just through emo night, Brooklyn, I think, you know, a couple, quite a few years ago, I was sort of just hanging around and then thankfully I got to, you know, eventually work for you guys and uh, become a DJ. So that was, uh, the last couple of years, which was, uh, just awesome. Yeah. You guys throw the like, best parties. I kind of remember like, you know, we're in the green room together. It's just, you became like, Oh, what's up, Andrew, you know? <laughs> and then I think I remember, um, one show, I think it was at LPR when you came through with like, we needed an acoustic and you're yes. like, yo, I can, I can hook yep. it up. <laughs> and then yep. we're like, oh, hell yeah. Gosh, then, that was so long ago, I feel like. But yeah, you're right. I met Ethan outside, uh, gave him the guitar. I think that, that for... must have been like 2016 or 17. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we needed someone and like you were the, the first person, I think. 
the good the good old days man hopefully you know obviously we can't really say when everything's back to normal but hoping for next year at some point you know just making sure everyone's safe and, and all that did you guys um you guys did uh a show with lpr right we did like a live stream um with lpr cool. it was awesome um yeah. yeah and i think we'll we'll be doing some more so great watch out for that awesome it's dope that you guys were able yeah. to it's going to be a while before the real thing comes back. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was just awesome to see how you guys scaled this out because, um, you know, you, got, you guys started in Brooklyn, uh, called it Emo Night Brooklyn, and then the party just kept getting bigger and bigger because there was just a lack of cool things to do. Everyone grew up on this music that we knew, so it just made perfect sense for you guys to, to sort of scale it like you did and start bringing it to other cities and, and all that, so. The, the best businesses are businesses that happen sort of as an accident. Um, so yeah, with this, you know, people have done, you know, emo parties before. We're not trying to take credit for, you know, inventing the concept of DJing emo music at a bar. But uh, I think, you know, when we started doing it, it was a good time and people started to, you know, uh, enjoy it. And, you know, once we figured out that it was sort of, people that it could be scaled to a bigger level then we kind of went all the way with it and you know built out the team and just started doing tons of shows that's awesome it's cool that you're uh it's great that now you have another uh with your band coming back you just sort of have another outlet that you can go to you know while while everything's sort of uh getting back put back together with uh, you know, I'm so bored yeah and everyone <laughs> is coming up with something. new hobbies i'm recording a fucking podcast i have no idea what's going yeah. on so we get we got to just find new things to do bring back old hobbies rolling somehow <laughs> i know right and you so you were uh you came back to brooklyn in september right you took a couple months oh, off yeah. august what were you guys um, yeah, uh, I... doing you hanging out in uh your home state playing a lot of golf i see when stuff kind of started to really hit, you know, that was the weekend of like March 13th. Uh, NBA went down, Coachella went down, Tom Hanks, you know, that all kind of <laughs> happened in yeah. like a couple days. And uh, we went and did the show in Las Vegas. Um, you know, I, I was already, the flight was already booked. Like everything was kind of oh, happening man. as I was like on my way to the airport. Um, we're like, you know, in, in the airplane on the way to Vegas. So we ended, we were there, we did the show. And then when I came back, I pretty much just went straight to Connecticut, um, and just hung out in the suburbs. Uh, my parents have a house there and I was there for five months. Nice dude. I, I kid you not the, the time that I DJed Emo night Brooklyn in Las Vegas was like the best night of my entire life. Like it was so fucking awesome. There's so many yeah. people there. It's, it's yeah, you know that's <laughs> that's gonna be my first trip back once um, you know oh, Vegas? stuff cools down. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, I, I got to get back to yeah. Let me know when you guys end up going. I'll probably uh, you know I'll hit you up. I took it for granted, didn't I? You know, dude. Ethan and I when when we first like got the invite to do Vegas, this was like this was very early. This was in, we first went there in 2015. Oh my um, gosh. And yeah, that's when we did the the yellow card Newfound Glory after party when we met Ryan. This was the first show we did outside of New York. 
It's awesome. And then in 2016, we went like seven times. Holy <laughs> shit. That's a lot. Yeah. We went like, we skipped a few months and then went like every single month. Was it, was it um, at Brooklyn Bowl in Vegas? Yeah. The first it was one? Like a joke at my office, like, oh, I'm heading out. Where are you going? Vegas again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great. Yes. How'd you know? It. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, there you go. Every month. And then I mean, it was like the, the seventh time we were like, okay, maybe we can, you know, the shows were progressively getting worse as well. <laughs> it was like, they were just good enough that we kept getting the invite. But yeah. We, and then we were like, okay, we just, this is, and we're losing so much money gambling every time. Yeah. We go yeah. That was tough. For like, me, dude. I think I went broke uh, the, the day I went. Yeah. We're like, we're, we're, you know, we're not even breaking even on, you know, cause we're losing. <laughs> we're just donate. We were like, we're doing our monthly donations to Las Vegas casinos. Oh my God. That is hilarious. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was just perfect. Like I was staying like at, at a hotel. I forget what the hotel was, but it, the Brooklyn Bowl was like right downstairs. It was so convenient. And I've never been to that Brooklyn Bowl ever. And it was just, it was massive. Yeah. Yeah. So, God, man. Even I Brooklyn, the fun, fun times, man. Florida's always uh, crazy. Between us, we've got so many stories. Yeah. That's, <laughs> see, I'm, I'm glad I'm a, I was able to sort of be, become a part of your guys' shenanigans. Just the stories are just absurd. And uh, I love it. It's great. And I've heard a few of them on this podcast. That's why I was interested. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, cause it's, it, it, it just keeps getting brought up. Like, I meet so many people through it that they just, you know, see me around and, like, see me, whether it's in, like, L.A. or Florida, it just comes up. It's hilarious. So, that's so good. It's good times. But I think we should get into a couple of these questions. So, I sent you a couple, but yeah. I, it's always nice having someone else on here to give advice to people, you know? I don't know what your situation now. Are you single? You're still single? Yeah. How, how's the, uh, how's like the Tinder game going for you? Like what is, cause you, you gave me an opportunity to be on that. What is it? Raya? Yeah. I don't know if that worked so well for me, man. I don't know what was going on. I've dipped a toe in a little bit, you know, here and there. I haven't like, I've, I've still been relatively careful. So yeah. I'm not like going nuts on the apps. I have like, I've been swiping, you know, of course. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I haven't really gone on too many dates yet. I, and I did one, uh, video date, which was, was a video. Weird. I did one <laughs> weird video date. I'm not really like, I'm not a huge sort of zoom guy or like video chatter. I'm way more better. Like just talking on the phone or so, or in person, you know? So it's the whole yeah. video thing is kind of weird. Yeah, It's a little, it's a little weird and there's no, like, there's no interruption of like the bartender oh can i get another drink there's no like oh what happened over there you, you know it's just it's a straight up like there's nothing to distract yeah exactly <laughs> so you have to be staring at each other for two hours and you know it's just says oh well all right because you, you gotta kind of lie to get do? off yeah you got nothing to do so you kind of have to lie and be like well, I got to, uh, my mom's calling me, uh, let's, let's hang again or so, you know, something like that. So I have to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting a little yeah, tired. The only uh, thing. Yeah. But yeah. Dating this entire year has been, uh, the craziest thing. Like I, I've been on maybe I'd say two dates in the past 10 months, maybe that's it in person. And it's just kind of like, Oh, let's get coffee or like, uh, let's get a drink somewhere. And I'm outside Philly now, so I, I can't just hop on the subway. It's got to be more of a plan. 
which is kind of annoying. But and then if it's I had a date, and then all of a sudden the, the day came around and it was raining, so mm-hmm. we didn't want to go yeah. inside. So that that was it. Who would have thought in twenty twenty <laughs> weather would be the the most determining factor? The decide. I guess it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> yeah, sorry, it was raining, and I, I didn't meet your mother until you know. But who? All right, let's get into let's get into a couple questions. Always good getting other people's advice because I'm sort of terrible at this. Like the the whole point of this podcast was for me just to have people, you know, either call in or like give me uh, questions, and then I'll just give them advice. But I learned uh, somewhat immediately that my advice isn't the best, but it's it's what I would do though, you know. So let's let's go into a couple of these. I've listened so far, and I love your advice. I think it's very <laughs> useful. <laughs> uh, appreciate it. Um, okay, first one. On a Zoom call last night, I saw a woman in my friend's house who wasn't his wife. Here we go. All right. Good morning, everybody. Every Sunday night, some of my friend's coworkers at the university I teach get together for a Zoom meeting. One of my friends left the room while he was gone. Uh, when he was gone, a very young woman who clearly wasn't his wife walked in. Unaware the Zoom call was going on, I don't like to jump to conclusions, but this woman came from the bedroom wearing just a hoodie and socks. When my friend came back and saw her in there, he looked embarrassed, but didn't say anything. And she left right away. So I think it's clear what was going on. I think he was hoping we hadn't noticed since there were a lot of us on the call and we had another conversation going. My wife and my friend's wife are best friends. I don't like inserting myself into private situations, especially with a coworker and a friend. However, I feel like my wife would be upset if I didn't tell her, but I know if I tell her, she will feel obligated to tell his wife. How should I approach the situation? Alex, what do you, what do you got for me? A little confused. So, okay. So yeah, let's, let's, I'll, I'll, I'll say it like, instead of just reading it. So basically there was a zoom party and this guy, one of his friends left the room and a woman, a young woman came in and was like, Oh my God. And then left the room quickly so it wasn't his wife it was somebody yeah. else person is a friend of this of this person yes so it seems like this friend is cheating on his wife right when and there's why a would it, why would he have a random girl over during covid yes that's another thing eating together yeah I mean, so that's like that, that's another thing were they wearing all, masks yeah yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe maybe just for just to inform his wife that he's been exposed to someone else that yeah, would be enough yeah look babe uh, she was just uh, she's a nurse you know she's just checking my vitals yeah i wouldn't believe that so would, <laughs> yeah so would you if this was your friend right if you and a friend were on zoom like if there was like six or seven of us yeah. and you see you know a random girl you've never seen pop in be shocked and then leave what would you do? Would you tell that friend's wife? I would, I would first talk to my friend and I would say, you know, what's going on there? And then if he was, if he's like obviously being shady and like being disrespectful, then I might, yeah, maybe mention it. <laughs> it's but, just uh, such an awkward situation. Yeah. Like, hopefully, you know, my friends would do that. That's exactly. This really is, messed up. This is the worst <laughs> thing. Plus, it's like... Yeah. How do you, how are you so dumb to have somebody over while you're on a Zoom? Like, if you're gonna cheat, you gotta be you gotta be a little bit smarter about this. I agree, I agree for sure. Not that I would ever do something like that, but yeah. you know, my advice for this guy is I would tell your wife, I would 
go to your fr- or call your friend and be like, what? Well, no, I wouldn't go to my own wife first because she would tell. I would go to the friend being like, we got to figure sort this thing out, man. We, we all saw what was going on. You, you tell me what's going on. Yeah, because there are other witnesses as well. Yes. If you're not going to be the one, then it's not you. It's going to be someone else who exactly. says it. So you got to get out in front of the situation soon. Otherwise, you know, your wife's going to find out somehow. If you had a friend, Alex, if you had a friend that was, uh, yeah, I think I, I just mentioned this, but would you, would you tell like the girlfriend of your friend or would you just not get involved? It would depend if my friend was actually being a jerk. Okay. And if, uh, if I was, you know, friends with the girlfriend. I guess it wouldn't really depend on that because if he's really being a jerk, I might, you know, mention it. Okay. Yeah. I, it's so weird to me. Like, I could never see uh, – I may have to bleep out a couple names here, but, uh, you know, he would, uh, he would do – you know, he would do some shady stuff. Um, yeah. But I, I never would ever tell one of his, one, his girlfriend, though, you know? Yeah, I get that. I get that. Oh man, what a, what a th- it's you I mean you you would want you would want to. That's kind of yeah. like the the good thing to do. But you know, when you're in those situations, when you're actually in those situations, it's it's tough. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who knows? Maybe the girlfriend is maybe they have some sort of agreement. You know, you, that is you know, true. You, you know, never know. It could be an open uh both ways. Yeah, it could be an open relationship and you just you wouldn't want to really, you know, butt in. Yeah, but hey, that's a that's that's a tough one. Sorry, guy. I'm sorry you saw that. Uh, sorry your friends being a dick. Uh, that sucks. All right, let's go on. Let's let's keep rolling here. We can get a couple more of these then. What's the next one? All right. How do I support my brother in his marriage after his fiance cheated during her bachelorette party? Mm. My brother Jack and his fiance Jill have been together for about four years. I hope that's. Jack and Jill, I hope that's their actual names. That's amazing. Um, for about, they've been together for about four years and engaged since early 2019. I really liked them together and felt that Jill was the marriage material girlfriend that my brother dated. The wedding was planned for earlier this year, but uh, was canceled indefinitely after it was discovered that Jill cheated during, his bachelor, during her bachelor trip five months before the wedding. She had no intention of ever telling him, but he found out when he saw a text from a friend of hers that was on the trip. The text basically said, I don't know how I can stand up in front of your families and give a toast after what happened. After a few days of trickle truce and arguing, it came out that Jill had sex with someone while drunk at this bachelorette party. Jack was devastated and called off the wedding immediately. They broke up about a month later. Jack was in a new city with a new job. This seemed like the best possible scenario since he was away from her and had new things to keep his mind busy. Well, that lasted a few weeks, and slowly Jill was getting back into his life, now a little over a year after the incident. She has moved in with him in his new city, and just last week they became re-engaged. What the fuck? I have no respect for Jill. I have no idea what to do. What would your advice be for my brother and now his cheating new fiancé? Yeah. I don't know if I could be at that wedding. Like, you cheated on my brother right? That's a difficult one. You know, I think, I guess it depends for me. (laughs) If, you know, years have passed and, 
and you and now your brother is happy and you feel you feel like thing you've gotten a good you've done a good you know analysis of the situation and you feel like they are in a good place then maybe you can just put the past behind you or maybe not totally put it past put it behind you but you can at least go to the wedding you know yeah man it would take me a couple years to get over that could you get yeah. over could you get over a relation could you could you take somebody back if they cheated on you alex it, it, that, that would be tough <laughs> so, dude because it's, it's going to be with you forever is the thing I mean, I understand. and if it's like if maybe it's it, like you've committed to years and years and years of a relationship and then like one like mistake i don't know if that's completely like worth you know you know totally disrupting everything depends on the situation you know i think i i've known people in the past where you know there was one incident after like years and years and years and they just like moved past it and they're they're happy now yeah. not naming any names so i think there are it's not a total black and white issue I think. oh man it would be so tough for me dude oh god be horrible yeah. if it's like yeah you just start dating and then there's that there's a problem that's a that's a no-brainer you know yeah <laughs> uh these are these are hard questions these are yeah, I, you know, I'm trying to be thoughtful and yeah. you know, make sure that, you know, I'm giving my honest answer. But here's the thing though, like <laughs> even with this advice, no matter, you can't, you can't actually think about it really until you're, you've been in a situation like this, you know, like I would, my advice now may be completely different. Like, I don't know, but like yeah. for me, it would be tough to know that my brother was cheated on. I don't like this girl anymore. And now they're back together and are planning to get, Mayor, I, you know, I'd probably suck it up and go if that's what my brother wanted. If that's actually what he wanted. I'd probably suck it up and just go to the wedding. I also have like a few close friends where their like brother or sister in law they hate or oh, they yeah. don't like them, but they know that like they make your brother or your sister happy. Yeah. So you just like suck it up and you're like, yeah, I I don't like the guy, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever? You, you, you still at least go to whatever family function and like be nice. Yeah. Speaking of uh, like DJing and like music stuff, uh, have you DJed a wedding before? Ethan and I in high school, Ethan is the other co founder of Emo Night Brooklyn. Um, interesting story, quick story. Yeah. In high school, our senior year, we, it, we had an option to. Uh, one, go to the prom, or two, uh, our high school math teacher uh, had a wedding and said, will you put a band together and play? <laughs> I love it. And I'll pay you like some small amount. And we did that. And it was much better than the prom. And it was really? pretty awesome. Ethan, Ethan uh, sang and I played guitar. No way. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. Was, it, was it acoustic guitar? Like it was an actual band? A full band. Oh, that's amazing. Did you have, like, did he tell you the songs that, like, he wanted? All the classics. We opened with uh, Play That Funky Music. No, no yellow card? Was, like, dancing around. No, no. It was, it was just the classic, you know, like, the 50-year-old uh, at that time. 
Oh man. <laughs> Remind me of oh. like like you guys met so Ethan, yeah, what Alex just said, Ethan is the other co uh, owner of Emo Night Brooklyn. Um did you guys go to high school in London? Or is that am I completely making that up? Yeah, we both grew up in London in the London suburbs, south of London, uh cool. in Surrey. And yeah, our parents are American and we just kind of grew up out there. Um, you know, just because of our parents' jobs. And we went to a school that was for international American students. Awesome. And uh, yeah, it was a very interesting upbringing. <laughs> yeah, and then you moved back over here. Did you guys know, so did you move right to New York when you came back here? Oh, you went to Berkeley though, right? After that? To uh, Berkeley in 2008. And at the same time, my parents moved back to Connecticut. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, cool. And did Ethan have like a similar story? Did he move back over here for college? We both went to school in Boston and then um, we both moved to New York at the same time. That's so crazy how things just like work out like that sometimes. We've, we've always lived right next to each other until we had to go and move to Texas. What yeah, dude, that, that must have been, uh, <laughs> that must have been wild. But uh, Texas is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, uh, I can't fault him. You know, he's enjoying it, but it was definitely a bummer. Oh yeah, yeah, I could, I could definitely, uh, I could definitely see that for sure. Austin, Texas. Yeah, this is tough. I He's laughing now. You're in Texas. <laughs> yeah, who's laughing now? We're man. loving it. Up, we're loving it up here in the Northeast. Yeah. Oh yeah, we are. Um. Yeah. This is a, this is another tough one. Um. I'm. It just depends on the person. It depends how much you love your brother. Uh, and how much you can't stand uh, this Jill uh, lady who uh, broke his heart uh, now is back together with him. But, uh, you know, that's my advice, I guess. It just depends. It's not a black and white issue. Maybe consider just sucking it up, yeah. but keeping a close eye on the situation. Um, to get uh, too friendly with someone at the reception, watch <laughs> out for that. Dude, I feel like I would just have to get, like, super drunk at the wedding. I think that's, like, the only way possible. But, yeah, at least you, you get a party out of it. Man, I haven't been to a wedding in so long. This, this year, man, I'm telling you, crazy. Some weddings, like, on Instagram, and I'm kind of curious. Wait, you what? What the protocol. I've seen, like, people oh. have gone to weddings, and they've, wow. they've occurred. That's, that's crazy to me. Unless, like, you can actually put social distancing in there, which, which seems unlikely. Yeah, I think people who they just say it's not even worth it i'm gonna move it to next year yeah yeah that's uh, probably a lot better uh not to get too far into this but it's so insane that like the most cases was like literally today so it's like it's it's just crazy how like it keeps going and going so uh man but, it's freaky yeah um should we do one more right, let's, let's do a, let's do a fun one here uh we'll do one more. i don't think you saw this one i'm just kind of looking around um it's actually pretty funny uh is masturbating to pictures of your ex cheating my husband masturbates to pictures of his exes, several of them, a lot. Jeez. He says that he'd never message them or cheat on me, that it just, you know, it just works for him. He doesn't have nudes or anything of them, just bikini pictures. They post or sometimes even just selfies with cleavage. I try not to take it personally because I know he'd never cheat, but it is a kick to my confidence. This is the weirdest thing ever. Like, I would never do this. That's a weird one. I guess, you know, it's, <laughs> you know, this person is probably recalling certain situations that's kind of weird dude i would break uh, up with this person yeah i mean i i understand probably the 
argument of, oh, well, I'm not actually cheating. I'm not even messaging. It's just, you know, I, but I would, I would, I would, it would be weird. Dude, this is like, I feel like it's like emotionally cheating or something. It's not actually doing it, but like, I would still, I would still get jealous. I'd be like, what the hell are you, like, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah, that it's definitely weird. This, this calls for therapy, man. I'm telling you. Oh, therapy. Yeah. But she, yeah, mentally, uh, it's, it's just really weird. There's not, I, I, you know, what? I, I don't want to get into it too much, but I, I, I would never do this. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's not, not great. Not great all around. I would just sit your husband down. I would say, hey, can you just stop doing it? Like any, anything. Just pit, put some porn on the TV. I'd, rather, I'd much rather that than an X. Is this a recent X? Uh, or is it like a decade ago? You know what? That is actually a good question. Um, if it was, I think it would be better if it was like 15 years ago, right? A recent X would be like, that would be very strange. It, and like, what if it was like someone that you just dated, you know, for a short <laughs> time you had one date with? Yeah, you had one date with. That's that's a little better. I think I, I think that's probably a little bit better. But like, it's it's funny because then you get to the whole thing. I mentioned a couple times like a hall pass where it's like, oh, if you could, you know, have sex with anybody, they usually pick, you know, someone famous like a Taylor Swift or, you know, John Mayer. Uh threw that in there for you alex um but like you can't you can't really your hall pass can't be like the bartender down the street from you you know what i mean it just doesn't work like that or like oh yeah my my friend's girlfriend yeah <laughs> who, like we see regularly <laughs> we see regularly we see him all the time like, that, can't, <laughs> that can't be your hall pass but yeah geez but i mean I, look uh, <laughs> This is weird, man. I would sit your husband down and say, you, you can't do this anymore. Like, we're going to, you know, you, you, I couldn't even, you can't even look, they don't probably don't have kids yet, but you can't even look your kids in the eye. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my life. So what is, what is, on, what is on the horizon for you, man? What's, what's going on? I know you're uh, releasing a single uh, on Friday. So this is coming out on Monday. So it's on Friday, right? We're releasing our first single, which we're very excited about. It's called I Like Being Lied To. Uh, I would say it's sort of about a booty call, if I'm being honest. Nice. Did you, uh, <laughs> did you help write it? We wrote it together, just the four of us. Um, cool. You know, in the past, we had, like, you know, co-wrote before. Nice. Um, and worked with different people. But this time, we just kind of just wrote it all together. And so we're really excited about that. And then we're going in the studio this weekend. Nice. Recording some more. So we we got some more stuff, uh, you know, we're putting out there. And besides that, I'm just, you know, hunkering down and hanging out in my apartment. And eventually we'll be doing shows again. The vaccine. I, I like that news. I like the news. Uh, it came out like what, like th earlier this week that I think that what the 90% uh success rate for the for the trial or whatever which is pretty cool yeah. and now i'm hearing that like by april regular everyday people will have access to it you know? I, I like that and then i'm hoping i'm hoping everyone takes it and and i'm hoping that we can test out some shows because um maybe even with your band or even i broken or my disney night thing like we can sort of slowly uh, you know, test, test stuff out. Cause it was going to be a big year for us too on the Disney thing. Like we were talking to Philly, we were going to DC. It's, so it's just kind of all, all went crazy, you know?
we don't necessarily need a huge lead time. Yeah. Um, so once once the green light has been established, just we'll talk to a venue and we'll say, give us whatever date you have available. Yeah. Weekend is better, but we'll do any any date. We're all available anytime. We'll find someone to do it. We and usually I, just yeah. We always just say yes. Yeah. Or knowing how we can actually do anything. Yeah. Honestly, (laughs) like give, give us, it's probably, it's a lot, it's different for you guys, but for our like Jackie and I Disney thing, just give us maybe three weeks to promote and like we can usually do relatively well. And I think it's just going to be better when people are finally uh, feeling safe again to go out. They're going to want to go out for the next, you know, five or six months. So hopefully like people will be excited again. And uh, yeah, hopefully that. For me, it's like once I get the vaccine, I don't know. Are you going to be like, wow, I'm invincible. Yeah. I'm going I'm, I'm, out to a bar. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it and then wait shots. like a day. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. get, wait a day and then I'll be like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to be rolling around the streets of, uh, of New York. Hopefully I'll find yes. a place. Did you get a good, so your apartment, you don't have to go into details obviously, but like you got a pretty good place right now. Right. Cause I'm, I've been, I've been looking around and hopefully I'll be back. Uh, we'll see. I guess when there's a vaccine, cause I'm just saving money here in Philly. So. Um, yeah, I, I got a good deal uh, in Williamsburg. So, um, yeah, just by myself, which is good. No roommate. Nice. Oh, that's, that's the um, best. Yeah. So I've been, I got a new TV. So that's kind of been a nice, uh, a new thing. So just you watching any shows? Down. Um, I, I just got Disney Plus. So I've oh. kind of actually been going back on some of the Disney uh, yeah. movies i watched the new the lion king from last year how was that that was nice okay it was pretty good i heard i heard that it didn't get that many good reviews that i you know i watched it i kind of liked it yeah i, I could it see it i i didn't i didn't see it yet but i, I heard it was decent I heard it was okay dude i've been uh i've been watching the west wing have you seen this show it's a classic oh my god dude it's like all of our problems now we're 20 years ago too it's the same problems we're facing it's the it's the oh, weirdest yeah. thing so. oh yeah well dude so thank you so much for uh for for hopping on here tonight thanks for having me yeah Any we got to do this we got to do this more often uh i'm also like i'm just stoked to hopefully you know next year uh back hanging with everybody uh what, what a crazy year for we left everybody. off we're right where i hope it's right where we left off i hope we get to uh dj more in the future you know you know just keep hanging out all right, man. Well, have fun this weekend uh, recording. Uh, let me know how it goes. We will, uh, we will we'll talk to you soon. There was the weird questions for tonight. That's our advice, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you next week.